0: Dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi On today's Bible Slot, we'll be having Pastor Lee money to talk about Triumphant Tribulation. The health segment will be brought to us by Ms. and today she'll talk about food poisoning. As usual, we have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let us now listen to a song, Kiongozi, by Lanata Church. <laughs>
1: Napote me asijali nikiongozi wangu Ah mkono, shikae mkononi napopita kiramahi Nikiongozi wangu daima I shall O namama oyesha Shadia, is it
0: If like that song by Langata Church Choir, let us now give room to Msavu Teshi with the health segment. Stay tuned.
2: Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter Musavi Mutashi. Today we will look at food poisoning. Take a moment to consider the following sad situation. You have looked forward to your family coming together for a family reunion for months. Now the day has arrived and relatives have come from far and near each bringing with them their favorite food. You have a grand meal together But within several hours, your guests begin to feel sick one by one, some with nausea and vomiting and others with diarrhoea. It seems as though no one has been spared. Today, I would like to talk with you about food poisoning. Food poisoning is an illness caused by eating food that has become contaminated by various bacteria, viruses or parasites or the poisons they produce. Food can be contaminated at any point, as it grows, as it is being harvested or as it is being processed, if it is incorrectly handled or cooked. Food poisoning is an especially troublesome problem for raw, ready-to-eat foods such as salads or other vegetables. These foods are not cooked before they are eaten, so the harmful organisms they may contain are not destroyed. As in our story, symptoms of food poisoning include common complaints such as nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea, which can start just hours after eating the contaminated food and can last up to 10 days. Most often, food poisoning is mild and resolves without any specific treatment, but in some cases, symptoms can become so severe as to require hospitalization. Medical attention becomes necessary if blood begins to show in the vomitus or the diarrhea, if a high fever develops, or if signs of dehydration develop because of the large amounts of fluid that has been lost from the body. Factors that determine if you develop symptoms after eating contaminated food include the specific organism that has contaminated your food, the amount of exposure you have had, your age and your overall health. You depend on the immune system with which you were created to fight against organisms that can attack you and make you sick. You are at an increased risk of developing food poisoning symptoms if you are an older adult because as you age, your immune system does not respond to invading organisms as quickly or as effectively as when you were young. Other groups at high risk are infants and young children because their immune systems are not yet fully developed, and people with chronic diseases such as diabetes, liver disease, or AIDS because their immune responses have become ineffective. Dehydration is a severe loss of water and essential salts and minerals from your body. It is the most common complication of food poisoning and it is dangerous you must be concerned about it. Healthy adults can drink enough fluids to replace what they lose through vomiting and diarrhea. For them, dehydration isn't a major concern. On the other hand, people at high risk, those older adults, children, and people with suppressed immune systems, those people can become severely dehydrated. In extreme cases, the dehydration can even be fatal. They need intensive therapy in a hospital. Your doctor will make the diagnosis of food poisoning based on the detailed history of how long you've been sick, your symptoms, and the specific foods you have eaten, as well as a physical examination, blood tests, and examination of your stool looking for abnormal organisms. Treatment will vary depending on the severity of your symptoms. For most people, the symptoms are mild and will resolve within a few days without need of any specific treatment. Get plenty of rest, because you will feel very weak and tired. Stop eating and drinking for a few hours. Then, try drinking clear liquids such as a clear broth or non-caffeinated sports drinks, taking small, frequent sips. Adults need to drink 8 to 16 glasses of liquid every day. You'll know that you're getting enough fluids when the volume of your urine returns to normal and your urine is clear and not dark. Gradually begin to eat easy-to-digest foods such as soda crackers, toast, bananas and rice as your nausea clears, stopping if your nausea returns. You will need to avoid eating some types of food. Dairy products can worsen your symptoms. Caffeine and alcohol can worsen your dehydration. Fatty foods. Highly seasoned foods and tobacco can irritate your intestinal lining, causing your symptoms to increase. Even medicines intended to treat diarrhoea can slow the elimination of bacteria or poisons from your body, making your condition worse. Avoid eating these foods and products. If symptoms and fluid losses are severe, especially in older adults and in children, treatment needs to be done in a hospital where the doctor can replace fluids and essential salts by vein rather than by mouth. Treatment by vein provides the body with water and essential nutrients much faster than replacement by mouth. Antibiotics may be required if certain kinds of bacteria have caused your severe poisoning symptoms. You can take some measures to lower your risk of developing food poisoning in the first place. Wash your hands with warm, soapy water before and after handling or preparing food. Also, keep raw foods that could possibly be contaminated separate from other foods to prevent contamination. Refrigerate or freeze foods that can spoil and do it within two hours of purchasing or preparing them. Finally, if you're not sure that a food has been prepared or stored safely, don't taste it. Throw it away. One final step you can take to lower the risks of food poisoning, if you suspect you have developed food poisoning, whether it is a mild or severe case, contact your local health department. Your report can help them identify a potential outbreak and that may help prevent others from getting sick. Health Nugget is written by Dr. Richard Eukel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you once again for listening.
0: Thank you so much for being with us. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awanairobi at ek.adventist.org. I'll be back after this track, Niite Nani, by Langata Church Choir.
1: We together, we together, we
0: Your spiritual thirst. Please stay tuned until the end. Be blessed.
3: Hello, my friend. Welcome again, and I pray that you are being blessed as you continue to listen to God's word. Today, as I reflect, I would like to share with you from the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 7, beginning with verse 9 to 14. It reads, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne in front of the lamp, They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood. the lamb I would like to share two parts to this message triumphant tribulation you see my friend when we stand before the words of apocalyptic writing and allow the spirit Holy Spirit to lead us through the timeless symbols of eternal promise we will be blessed when we study revelation we move to a dimension beyond time and space to the realm of God's eternal judgment you see revelation bridges it spans the gap between the human and the divine it links the time between this present age and eternity revelation permits us to see things of heaven by the grace of god while still standing on the on the sands of this earth revelation has the capacity to tell us not only where we are but also where we are headed you see my friend revelation is not a closed book But it is God's message to us through the pen of a man named John, the beloved disciple of Jesus, who was exiled on the island of Patmos, six miles southwest of the country of Turkey. The book of Revelation, John wrote this book while there for standing up for Jesus in spirit and in truth. Because of his steadfast trust and obedience to Jesus, John faced pain, Bitterness, imprisonment Sadness, loneliness and Tribulation. Does it not seem Strange when you commit Yourself to serving God That you find yourself in tribulation And trouble all the time? Isn't it not strange that God's people Are a tribulation people? You see for all of us When we commit ourselves, when we walk with God, there is some tribulation in our life. But this tribulation is not just tribulation. It is tribulation that will lead us to victory. And so these words written by John are meant to give us hope and give us encouragement. Revelation 7.13, there is that question. These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? John answers in the words of Ezekiel by saying, Sir, you know. And it is when the elder responded, let me introduce you. I know many of you did not think that you would get here, but these are they who have come out of the great tribulation and they've washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. It says in this passage, God's people are a tribulation people. God's people are acquainted with tribulation. God's people are intimately associated with tribulation. Does in, do, do you feel that as I speak to you today? You know, we must understand sometimes that this tribulation will always come our way, but we must be careful about what tribulation means. Let me just speak to you for a moment. You see, my friends, the war on terrorism that is going on in the world is not tribulation. The blood that ran the streets of, vi- of the villages of Rwanda is not tribulation. The tragic destruction of lives on the World Trade Center in New York was high, but is not tribulation. Neither is the nauseating hunger that we saw some years back in Ethiopia or Somalia-Sudan. Those are not classified as tribulation in this scripture. No. Nor is poverty that we experience every day in our inner city. Racism, classism, sexism do not qualify as tribulation. But you see, my friends, there are two kinds of tribulation the Bible is talking about. There is what we call the general tribulation. Jesus tells us in John 16, 23, In this world you shall have tribulation. Paul also tells us in Acts 4:22 we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God but the other tribulation the one in Revelation chapter 7 verse 14 the word says these are they that have come out of the great tribulation the word here is just more than just tribulation it is affliction trouble and persecution it is anguish and suffering and pain all wrapped up in one the meaning here can be viewed as the persecution from the roman coliseum through which through the reformation but it also means the great tribulation through the end of time during the terrible time of trouble these are they who have come out of the great tribulation they have passed through the time of trouble such as never was. Th- since there was a nation. They have endured the time of Jacob's trouble. They have stood without an intercessor through the fo- final outpouring of God's last judgment. They have withstood the fury of Satan. These are they who have decided to follow all of God's commandments. They, These are they who have chosen to follow God regardless of the consequences. Who shall be able to stand? These are they that wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities powers and spiritual wickedness in high places these are they who have come up with stories my my friend i do not want to just leave you in tribulation I would like to share with you some steps that would make us be victorious as children of God. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 2 to 3 says, Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our gods this text more than suggests that triumph is possible when we first realize that god is in control and that's what I came to tell you today, my friend. There are those who live today in the world of depression or dejection because they will not accept that God is in control. There are those who view life from the dark side. Their only analysis of history is dark and grim because they do not understand that God is in control. Thus, they are the prophets of doom and groom. They insist that we are victims of a cosmic hoax, and if there is a God, he is an upset abs- "Te god who has forsaken planet earth oh but i'm glad my friend today to tell you that god is in control you see god is still on the throne god has the whole world in his hand god knows my uprising and my down god is in control he guides our vessel on the restless sea of time god is, is still in control he counts the hairs on my head and he watches over me my god is still in control i don't have to give up hope so long as i know that god is in control my friend i came to encourage you in this part one that God is still in control of your life. And as you trust in God, you are going to find peace, you are going to find strength, and you are going to find power and encouragement to walk through. May God bless you as you continue to reflect on His Word.
0: For making Adventist Soul Radio your favorite station, it has been great, and I hope through the masses of God you'll join me next time. Don't forget to us your thoughts concerning this program. Please send them to the producer, Adventist Soul Radio, P.O. Box 76 Code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through Nairobi at ek@adventist.org. I've been host, friend, and presenter Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe. Stay. Moved.
1: He wangu the one who led to the only one who saw me. He was the one Ki gave us the one Together. E